Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, April 2nd. Today on the show, Adam Sparks of the Tennessean will explain exactly what Vanderbilt did with their football program this week. We will explain what is exactly on the line for all the coaches and teams in the Final Four this weekend. But we begin with a Nashville Predators playoff update and broadcast critique. The 440 is brought to you every morning by the Kingston Group, a locally owned, award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. Look, the reason we partnered with the Kingston Group is because they're exactly like us at 440 Sports. They're all about community, they're about relationships, they're about partnerships, they're about taking care of their audience the way we want to take care of you. And just like we here on this show are analytical and thoughtful and authentic, that is exactly how they approach every project, analytically, thoughtfully, and fully prepared for every possible thing that could happen. Trust me, they will work with you to find solutions to problems that crop up because that's what happens when you're doing a renovation or a remodel or a new build. They will go out of their way to make sure that your vision for your home matches the results of their work. Go check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com, the Kingston Group. Well, the Nashville Predators' six-game winning streak came to an end against Dallas at Bridgestone Arena on Thursday night, 4-1. to one. The Stars suffocated the Preds' offense for the entire night, rarely giving up good scoring chances. It actually reminded me a lot of how the playoff series unfolded a few years ago. Just simply not enough offensive talent in gold. It was a big win for Dallas in the playoff race as four teams are vying for one spot. Nashville, Chicago, Columbus, and Dallas in that order. The Stars are fourth in that bunch, but have played four fewer games than both Nashville and Chicago and five fewer games than Columbus, who lost on Thursday night to Tampa. The good news is the Blackhawks gave up a late goal to Carolina on Thursday night and lost in a dogfight, keeping the Preds in the four hole in the Central Division and currently in the postseason for now. Nashville has just 18 games left to play. And we'll get a couple of days off this weekend. The Preds will play only once between Thursday and Tuesday, which of course is a massive home game on Saturday against the aforementioned Hawks at 2.30. Gotta love matinee hockey, especially against Chicago. After that is a quick road trip up to Detroit for two very winnable games next week before a nasty five-game stretch featuring four with Tampa and Carolina. The Preds gotta get points over these next three games. Now to the most important part of the game on Thursday night. The new Bally's broadcast. I did not like the ticker rolling along the bottom of the screen all night. All those scores, all those logos. Too much color, too much all that stuff going on for me. But the overall graphic package and redesign was clearly an upgrade on the old Fox Sports Photoshop clip art vibes. I like the scoreboard and the shot counter and general aesthetic much better. But I would 86 the rolling NHL scores. Make it a little cleaner and less invasive down there at the bottom of the screen. In my career, I cannot remember a media network simply selling the entire name of a channel to an advertiser. But that is what happened when Fox Sports South was rebranded Bally Sports South by Sinclair Broadcasting, the parent company. How irrelevant does your brand have to be to get disappeared? Tony Soprano style like Fox Sports was. Or how toxic does your brand have to be that naming your own network after yourself isn't the best business decision? Have I mentioned that Steve Cavendish and I do a Nashville sports media and business podcast called Lamestream Sports? In fact, you're going to hear from Adam Sparks coming up in just a second. Saturday night is the final four. Finally, after like 750 days without it. Two-seed Houston and one-seed Baylor will square off at 4.14 p.m. Central Time as the old Southwest Conference rivals battle for a spot in the national title game on Monday. Baylor is favored by five points. 
Number one, Gonzaga will face 11-seed UCLA in the ambient melatonin special of a nightcap. The Bulldogs are a 14-point favorite. It's hard to find a way that UCLA will win the game. I will give you my bets on both games later in the show. But what is at stake for these programs and coaches? Mark Few at Gonzaga is one of the greatest coaches of our generation, but a second trip to the national title game in the last five seasons and cutting down the nets on Monday cements him as one of the greatest coaches of all time. What he has done, building a national powerhouse from nothing at a small, non-football-playing school in Spokane, Washington, is nothing short of a miracle in major collegiate athletics. And it is something that is physically impossible to do in college football. I, for one, am clearly rooting for Gonzaga. UCLA, well, they would be the lowest-rated team to ever reach the national championship game. No team lower than an eight-seed has ever made it to the title game on Monday night. Famously, number 8 Villanova upset Georgetown back in 1985. And eighth-seeded Kentucky played seventh-seeded UConn for the Natty back in 2014. On the other side, Houston has plenty of history with Phi Slamma Jamma and the national title game. Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler were unstoppable in the early 80s. Head coach Kelvin Sampson, though, is the story here. After being fired from Indiana and given a show cause, to take a non-Power 5 team to the national title game almost 15 years later would be a redemption story only found within the madness of March. With Scott Drew and Baylor, well, this entire ordeal is totally new territory for the Bears, but also a long time coming for one of the better programs in college hoops over the last 15 seasons. Baylor began playing basketball in 1906 and went to the NCAA tournament four times between then and hiring Drew in 2004, who, by the way, followed up a coach, Dave Bliss, who covered up a murder on his team. Drew has led Baylor to the tournament in nine of their last 14 seasons. For Baylor and Gonzaga, the two favorites this weekend, we would be talking about their first national championship ever. Obviously, UCLA and Houston have been to the top of the mountain before. No, Saturday night is about Mark Few and Scott Drew and how this weekend will change someone's legacy forever. Let's bring in Adam Sparks of the Tennessean. We had a conversation with him on Lamestream Sports this week to talk to him a lot about his time on the beat covering Vanderbilt over the last seven years. But one of the most important questions is how realistic, how big of a deal was this announcement from Vanderbilt this week about spending money on football? And here are his thoughts on what Vanderbilt did this week as far as investing in student athletes. It's just at the top changed. The chancellor's priorities changed. Um, you know, I mean, Vandy always had the money to do this and they've always had the money to do more, but they looked at their priorities and their list of top 10 priorities, you know, athletics was number 10. And with this, the chancellor moved it to up to number six, you know, and that's one way of looking at it. So they could always do this, but it's just not high on their priorities. He just moved money from one spot to another. And that's all he did. And I mean, $300 million is not going to, drastically change things. It's just going to close the gap a little bit. I mean, I, I got questions this week from people about how different is the stadium going to look? Well, it's, it's not. I mean, if you read the, the fine print in that, most of it is a team facility, which by the way, every coach and every alum wants that more than the stadium renovations. I'm sorry to fans, but if you want to get a little better in football, it's, it's, daily, it's giving resources to the players that are there every single day, not not just Saturdays, seven Saturdays in the fall. So they're going to put money into that. That will close the gap a little bit. Um, inside the stadium, I mean, they said premium seating. That could be some chairbacks here and there. They said a hospitality space. If it's an in-zone team facility, 
that just means putting like a stadium club level on that. So uh, it's just the priorities have changed. A lot of the athletic directors in the past have said uh, football and athletics needs to be higher up the priority list. The chancellors have always given lip service to that, and then they didn't do it. This chancellor said, yeah, I'll I'll bump it up on the priority list a couple spots, and he did. That was Adam Sparks of the Tennessean, Steve Cavanish, and myself on Lamestream Sports, the podcast that comes out every Friday about Nashville sports media and business, had a very long and thoroughly entertaining conversation with Adam about his time on the Vanderbilt beat. We talked about Donnie Everett covering death. He's a very introspective guy, very thoughtful guy. We talked a lot about Vanderbilt and spending money and the football fans and the stadium, but we also talked about his vasectomy. So if that's not a tease, I don't know what is. Go check out the podcast, Lamestream Sports, every Friday out on the 440 Sports Network. Thank you guys all for listening. I'll give you my picks for the Final Four in just a second. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter, at Braden Gall. Please follow the company, at 440 Sports on Facebook and Twitter, at 440 Media on Instagram as well. Subscribe to all the other shows, Fringe Element, SEC Football, Lamestream Sports, Nashville Sports Media and Business, Gold Standard Podcast about the Nashville Predators, of course. We've got Broadway Sports Media, Titans Podcast, and the Vandy Sports Podcast as well. And our brand new show, Club and Country. So have a great weekend. Kick your heels up. Have a cocktail. Enjoy yourself. Of course, thanks to our sponsor, the Kingston Group, of course, locally owned, award-winning, custom home and remodeling firm here in Nashville. Your home is an investment in not only your happiness and your peace of mind, but also your bank account. The Kingston Group knows this, and they want to take care of all of those things. They want to make sure that you have a happy home. They want to make sure that you are proud of your home, and they want to make sure that your home appreciates. So you don't have to go spend a bunch of money with the Kingston Group today, but when you do decide to make a big decision like a remodel or like a custom build, make sure you call the Kingston Group first. Check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. I got Baylor minus five, and I got Gonzaga minus 14 and a half. I had a team futures bet that Gonzaga and Baylor would play in the national title, so you know where I'm rooting this weekend. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening. This has been the 440 for Friday, April 2nd. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.